0: Last time on the Beer and Pretzel podcast, you are encountered by the albino woolly mammoth. In this case, he's like huge; it's like Godzilla size, pretty much. It is pure nightmare fueled. And even though your character sleeping, this is going to be a training of montage of how your character's mind, not your body, in this case, your mind, is going to get through this. have gone to the final test. If the Novus fails the final test, which you do not, I choose one of the following options. Uh, how do you spend the final night of your downtime? Then we continue to showdown. So I guess at this point it's the final night before we encounter the main enemy. And maybe we probably noticed. Maybe we see the smoke in the distance. We actually see um, the smoke from his fires of his clan. How do we spend that final night?
1: I'm gonna, well, because we are with our own clan that have been following us around. I'm going to say potential farewell, but with the with the hope that I'll come back, of course. Yeah. Uh, to my mother, my sister, and at this point, you know, possible girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, or wife. Or point, wife maybe, yeah. yeah I mean I'm what I'm, I'm prime right now That's easy wife material Yeah definitely Goodbye to all the loved ones And I spend the last Potentially last night Hopefully
0: not With <laughs> them Yeah so I one say, one screw last night, you, though. teacher. You can go just fuck
1: off. <laughs> okay. Drink some alcohol in the corner like you usually do.
0: I do. I take some of that hallucinogenics, too, that I make. Ooh, damn, you're
1: going to get all kinds of rowdy.
0: Yeah. Uh, you probably have, like, a tiny little family at this point, including your mom and sister and maybe your wife at this point. Um, but I think my, my character lives by off. myself. Yeah. Yeah. I think I live by myself at this point, though. I'm just kind of, like, a lone loser. Not loser, necessarily, but I'm a lone uh, chief, I guess. I don't know. I Instead of going out and pursuing the women, I just sit at home and, like, make drugs, basically. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> we get into the final showdown, Travis. It comes down to this. Take turns answering the questions below, starting with a player with six dice, which, in this case, is you. If you failed that final test, that dice could have been given to me, then I would have had six dice. In this case, Travis, I have five dice, you have six dice. Starting with a player with six dice. So, Travis... How did you plan to attack, and why did this plan fail? I want to say snipe, because it's probably not the right word, but shoot him
1: off the back of the, uh... Oh, the woolly mammoth. Woolly mammoth, so we don't have to face both of them at the same time.
0: Yep. But, of course, it failed. I'm not the greatest shot in the world, and I missed. you probably piss off the mammoth, if anything, by hitting it with your small spear. If, if I did here, yeah, I could have missed completely. I don't know. I don't know how bad I failed.
1: But yeah, either way, the Mammoth's either pissed off or not, and we missed, and now the guy and
0: them know where we are. They have advantage over our location. Yeah, that sucks, and that was the one thing we had going for us. My question, your companion is stronger than you. Why are you frightened for them? I'm frightened for you, Travis, because I think you've been waiting for so long to kill him that almost your stubbornness might lead for you to make a mistake, which might end in your downfall. So that's why I'm scared for you. Trotus, question for you If you had more time, how would you have spent it?
1: Uh, More preparation Honestly, like I've learned from a guy Who taught me prep work Preparation is key to any battle
0: Yeah And you feel like maybe By the time we found this guy Maybe he didn't spend enough time actually Yeah, easily
1: not enough time Like my plan was kind of shit <laughs> uh, So yeah, I easily would have spent more time Prepping and scoping out the enemy
0: in what ways is the enemy stronger than you expected? This is a question for me. Uh, I think at this point, Info, he's become a frail ish older man on top of his boy mammoth. He's used technology because this is the end of the Ice Age technology. He's become more of a thing. And I think they've constructed some kind of, I don't know if they would have had iron at this time, but I think they would have made some kind of very crude armor for him. So I think he has some kind of thing that will preserve him more. It's not just his frail skin against our spears. So I think that's how he's stronger than I expected. And Travis' final question, and this one is the one you are uh, answering. Do you believe you can win this fight?
1: I'd say it's standing a pretty good chance as it sits now. Yeah. I've had some odd years of training. I've been through some hardships. I'll say, yeah, I can win this fight. Good. If I try my hardest.
0: Now, Travis, we're going to take turns rolling to attack, starting with whoever has the most dice, in this case, you. All right. If either character rolls at least one six during their turn, this counts as a hit. The enemy has four hits, and but you can only do one per turn. So if you roll two sixes, it only counts as one. Uh, you must land a total of four hits in order to defeat the enemy. But for you, Travis, if any dice lands on a one, remove that dice from your character's pool and decide what injury or disadvantage the lost dice represents. When I roll the character who rolls second, I take out any dice that are twos or ones, not just ones. Ah, because you're a bit older, a bit more frail. That makes sense. Yeah.
1: All right. Going for my first roll here. Damn, that's actually a decent roll.
0: Any sixes? Two. Any ones? one. Okay, so you do take out one, yep. but you do get a hit in. So, I guess before we get into the hit, describe not necessarily it has to be an injury, but some kind of disadvantage.
1: So, basically, as I go in for my first attack, uh, the woolly mammoth catches on to what I'm doing. It swings its head around, and I get caught by one of his tucks. Oh,
0: okay. So, now I've got
1: a big gash in my arm. So, my my left arm's not as useful and as as powerful as it normally should be.
0: And for the first uh, hit, what is that? You do get hit on it, uh, taking out a quarter of its hit points. You do get one hit on it. So, what kind of major advantage or injury do you give the enemy of the albino, William Mammoth, and uh, Red Snowfalls?
1: Because I can't really re- reach Red Snowfalls as it sits, I take out one of its uh, knees. Oh, like a jab it in yeah. the backwards knee to drop it to the ground so it has oh, less mobility.
0: Nice. nice, I like it. All right, my turn. I'm gonna roll my five dice if I want to go from here, except I'm gonna be taking out any twos. Guess what? We're having some good rolls. Oh, sort of. I do get a six, but I also get a one, so I'm gonna take out one um dice, but I do get a six, so. We have actually have been having good rolls. We haven't had any failures, at least in your training. It's true, we didn't. Um, so, a six, I see that you took out his knees, and it falls probably, like... Maybe its back legs are up, but its front legs, like, buckle down, and it, like, kneels. And I jump on its side, and I start crawling up it. And, like, how a mountain climber would take its, like, little pickaxe and, like, plunge into the side of a mountain... I do that with a mammoth except use my spear so i'm just climbing up it just piercing it and piercing it and i reach down i put my hand out we clasp arms and i pull you up to start uh, climbing up and uh, red snow falls is throwing down spears at us and we're barely getting missed by those spears but the mammoth cannot hit us as it's trying to flail around to fling us off but it's not as strong as you took out its back legs and i feel like maybe with a good roll you'll be able to climb up and either injure red snowfalls or kill the woolly mammoth and uh yeah i guess uh do your second roll which at this point you have one less dice so less chances to roll a six for better or worse we'll see
1: one six and the rest are three. So let's go. No hindrances this time. Unfort, well, fortunate and unfortunate, and you know, for content wise, unfortunate. Yeah. But we do an attack, and unfortunately for the woolly mammoth, it's going down.
0: Yes. What? How you were able to kill it? I, as
1: you're pulling me up, yeah. I managed to, kind of, dash across its back. Yeah. Where, like, avoiding. Uh, red snowfalls because I, I don't know his strength personally and I come down and I jab it right into the back of its ear straight into the brain
0: oh damn
1: use the softest part of its skin that I can find yeah and, that would be yeah and I drop it
0: oh good and it probably rolls over and red snowfalls falls off and um, he's put in a position where we can sneak in and attack him so I'm going to attack him at this point And we'll discuss what happens after that. Conclusion. I don't get anything. And unfortunately, Travis, I'm very sorry to say, I rolled three twos. That brings me down to one dice. You know what happens if I roll and I roll a one or two of that dice? You're not going to survive this. I'm not. That was very unfortunate. I'm not sure what... I think I charge at the enemy... I've trained you for years, and while this guy is old, he's able to dispatch me, and he plunges his spear through my leg, pierce into the ground. I'm like locked into the ground, like I can't move because pierced into the ground, so I can't get out.
1: I think you forgot you were a doctor,
0: not a fighter. Yeah, exactly. I think I was going in with just vengeance on my mind. And while you were all about vengeance, you're more level-headed at this moment, and you're definitely stronger than me. And at this moment, he fucks up my leg. Oh, damn. Yeah, so... Not a good round for me. But at this point, you still have four of your dice, right? I have five. You have five dice. Alright, Travis. I guess I before you that. do this roll... When do I say that? I'm gonna lose them all. One shot. Oh, no, please don't. That will be bad. But at this point, you look over. Red snow falls, the man who killed your father. Spear through the back of my leg, plunge into the ground... And he pulls out, like, a crude dagger made out of, like, a saber-tooth, like, tooth. And I'm about he's about to plunge that into, like, the back of my neck to kill me off. And this would be the second most uh, influential person in your life being killed off.
1: I'd say I'm sorry, but you kind of deserve that one.
0: <laughs> That's fair. That was a really bad role.
1: Also, you're not a fighter. No. Well, not the kind of fighter. So I'm seeing at least one one here. Ooh, two ones. That's a bit unfortunate. Oh,
0: no. Okay, no sixes? One six. Oh, one six. Okay, so you take some kind of injury or a rough injury. But Travis, you gain the final success. Describe how you gain those injuries, but most importantly, the success.
1: I come up, and as he's about to jab you in the back of the head, I say, No matter what kind of fool you are, I can't just let you die. And I get stabbed in the gut. It would, uh, the side of the gut. Like, nothing yeah. nothing fatal, of course. It, it hurts quite a bit. Bleeding quite badly. But you're a doctor, you know? You can probably patch me up, hopefully.
0: After I patch myself up, yes. Nah, you'll be fine.
1: <laughs> you only live till 40 anyway. You're almost there.
0: That's true, yeah. This is my final journey, probably. Yeah.
1: And, yeah, I take, I take your wound for you because you've saved me and helped train me. And it's a bit unfortunate I take a wound, but... I get my final attack in and I take his own dagger. I pull it from my stomach, abdomen area.
0: Yeah. And I run it right through his neck straight awesome. up. Awesome. Good. You drop him at that point. Years of, uh, I don't know, hatred and just stress being built up is relinquished as you finally gain revenge on him. And as you were the final person to land the final blow, you get to dictate what happens next. Travis, how were we able to deal with his clan that were still there? Maybe they bowed down to us, or they ran away, or maybe, I don't know, do we fight them? How do we not die by being outmatched? Be it while they're not stronger than who we just fought, there are many more of them than us.
1: I grab his head. Or, well, I guess his body. And yeah. I kind of pick it up in the air. And I hold it in front of him and see, Do you wish this to happen to you? In mm. whatever speak we speak. Yeah. I have a few words I have to. <laughs> and basically just show them the dead corpse of their their, their comrade, their, their leader.
0: And do they join our clan, or do they go off?
1: I'd say at least probably 80% of them join.
0: You yeah. Know? I That's mean, fair. they're in the middle of the wilderness
1: not much to do not many people to talk to yeah i'd say the few that were actually loyal to him, they they bugger off do their own thing maybe come back for revenge in the future find out an episode later on exactly but for now they we we join hands we have some sake that doesn't exist yet <laughs> yeah and we we talk about the future and what it holds in this new environment that we find ourselves in in the end of the ice age in the green
0: in the green yes and just by physical prowess in what you're able to do most of them like you said 80% join your clan and the clan gets even bigger but at this point you're probably able to retire and you've become the leader and at this point, maybe I spend the rest of my retire. days... You retire you th- retire? i retired, yes. You put
1: all your burden
0: on me, you dickhead. Yes. Well, I pretty much lost my leg. I'm probably going to spend the rest of my life in some, like, really crude, like, splint or, like, crutch or something. But at this Good point... Good thing you're not the doctor. Oh, wait, you are. That was the best my medicine could do. But at this point... With everything that's happened, I happily pass down the role of chief to you. You are more than ready for it, and you're gonna do a good job of leading this people. I say take it back. Don't really, <laughs> don't really feel like it anymore. Yeah,
1: I've accomplished my goals. I'm good.
0: So we have completed this game: fight bears, cough blood, kill God. Awesome title once again. The final thing we're gonna do, Travis, and the final thing this uh, five-page PDF says is the debrief. Step out of character and discuss how you felt the game went. Share your favorite moments and anything you particularly liked, disliked, or uh, want to try in the future. And some of the stuff we're going to be talking about in a future review, because the Beer and Pretzel Podcast... We do interviews with a creator or we do reviews of the game. Travis and I have played recently two two-player role-playing games, Murderous Ghosts being the horror-themed one we did recently, and of course, this one. We're going to have a joint episode where we're going to review both games, so we're going to be talk about them more there. But I guess, Travis, briefly, let's talk about how we felt the game went, our favorite moments, and anything you particularly liked or disliked. For me, I think this game went very well. Yeah,
1: it was smooth. Yeah, I think our interpretation of it was a bit clunky because, <laughs> of course, we're trying to figure out what the hell's going on. But no, I think even for beginners, I think this ran smooth enough that it was like it was a nice playthrough. Definitely. Uh, one criticism, I guess, one like kind of big criticism right now would be it like the training montage kind of felt dry. Sure. Maybe a bit boring. Like yeah, the ending fight scene that only took two minutes. Again, I'm used to anime, I'm used to this. Um, was very nice. But like as far as the training montages, you just see some flashbacks and whatever. Pretty some much, stuff happens. Yeah. Um, yeah. You roll a bit. I just I almost wish there was maybe a bit more to the to the training montage. Maybe I don't know, maybe some added inconveniences or convenience. Maybe an ally joins your team or something. Oh, okay, yeah, sure. You know, um, Just something to add uh, spice story it up a story. Yeah.
0: No, it. I get what you're saying. Kind of add either a complication or something being added to your character's journey. Yeah.
1: Maybe, like, yeah, you got the big end boss, but then you get, like, a little mini boss battle that's not Along just training, but, like, sure. an actual, like, I don't know, giant spider or whatever. Yeah. Well,
0: we could have dictated that part of the trainer was, like, we fought a giant spider. It's just.
1: We could have, but, I mean, like, but. It's also something that you could throw into a game, like, actually add maybe challenges. Not so much monsters, maybe not sure. a giant spider, but in our our role-playing game, uh, some sort of ob- mini-obstacle, mini-boss that we have to do two hits on, rather than the sure. four
0: that we had to do. It would be, like, I'm not sure if you remember, but in Goblin Quest, every, like part of the three arcs there's a complication and basically it's something we add in in our playthrough when we played i don't know it was a while ago but there was like a, a dog that kept like stealing our stuff and it added one more uh role we had to get because we had to get a certain number of successes but the dog basically added one more and it was just Mm. something we played into the storyline a little bit
1: exactly something along those lines like of course it doesn't have to be a giant dog or whatever but but some some kind of complication yeah some kind of complication that hinders us a bit in the middle of our training montage yeah and then we either pass it or it continues on until the actual boss battle and we're like oh now we have to fight the boss battle and this hindrance whatever it may be
0: yeah, definitely. Um, I didn't really have a problem with any of that. I guess the one small complication is that the if you look at the chart that I had for drawing cards to determine what kind of train regimen to give you, it's very, very vague and loose and up to interpretation, which I think is fine enough. I think it works for, Yeah,
1: mainly because of the story we went with, because, yeah. like, if if you'd gone with the traditional, okay, I'm a huntsman in the woods, I'm going to fight a bear, yeah. you know, of course— you could easily set up a arc for that. But because we went with uh, the, the uh, Ice Age time, like the, sh- uh, the, the game creator couldn't be like, okay, I'm going to set up this, this, and this. That's going to fit a variety of things.
0: Yeah, that's fair. So I
1: think you have to leave that loose.
0: Yeah, you do have to leave it very loose. No, that's definitely fair. But besides, that, I felt like everything went very smoothly, uh, not a game that takes super long. Uh, we didn't really have a lot of failures except towards the very end. But I think that's just because of uh, some lucky rolls. And I feel like that's just something in general that you get stronger over time. And I like the idea of your character starts with only one dice and you gain more dice. Your dice pool over time as you get stronger. And I like the idea until the point that he can become stronger from the master himself if you guys team up to fight the main bad guy and you guys will live or die depending on how well you roll. I like that idea.
1: I like the idea. One thing, I wish there was more options for, like, losing dice. So that way, like, you could kind of draw out the training montage maybe a bit more. build sure. up. Maybe not so much, like, you get six, but maybe almost seven. Like, you're, like, kind of OP strong, but you have to build it up over time. Yeah. So, yeah, I would kind of like that idea, where, like, you have more options to lose dice and continue the training montage a bit more.
0: Oh, I see, because there was one uh, choice where you yeah. would lose a dice. Which I
1: did, and that only just barely got us to the end of the training montage, That losing that
0: one dice. Yep. Yep, definitely. Yeah, no, that's definitely interesting to think about. But, overall, a smooth playthrough, and I felt like we did a good job, because... Uh, We didn't rehearse this, obviously, and we just had a loose idea of the story, and I'm very glad we did some good improv, and I feel like we told a fun story, or at least for us, hopefully for audience too. And people can hear more of our reviews, like I said, in our review for this game and Murderous Ghosts. This is the Beer and Pretzel Podcast. If you enjoyed our episode, please like or follow us, subscribe, give us a review if you would like. Because uh, we have a bunch more episodes coming out soon that we hope you enjoy. My name's Austin. And this is Travis. And we'll see you next time on the Be Impressive Podcast. Good night.